0: suffering is, is, is not just something that is part of the fall, or it's not just something that's part of sin. It's, it's something that's actually in the very nature. We talked last episode about the Trinity. It's, it's something that's part of the characteristic of the Trinity itself, that there's an element of willingness to suffer or have compassion uh, upon another and uh, sympathize with another. Hi, welcome to the Gary Wilson Podcast. Glad you're here with us today. I'm in the studio with Dr. Mark Mayfield and my good friend Matthew Ward. Welcome, guys. Glad you're yeah, here with us today. It's good Thanks. to be here. It's going be fun.
1: Yeah. I know in our conversation, uh, just as we were preparing for this, I wanted you to be thinking about just um, your experiences in the church. And so my question, just as we kind of kick this off, is in, in your opinion, have we ever thought uh, about having a theology of suffering? Mm. Has the church... Ever thought? no, okay, you know, we might look at some of these great evangelists of, you know, Jonathan Edwards, and you know, it's all about suffering. Um, there was truth mm-hmm. in that, um, but as a as a current modern day church, he brought it up of the pop psychology, you know, and that kind of stuff. But do we have a theology of suffering uh, as as the body of Christ? Should mm-hmm. we have a theology of suffering? I think so, but I want to. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not God, so I shouldn't. Well, you know,
2: wrong. I. I've... I can only speak from stuff I've been through, and I've been through a lot. But uh, in 94, I struggled with cancer. And, um, you know, people say, well, would you – if if you could, would you just wave a wand and have that never have had happened right. to you? Or would you still go through the struggle mm-hmm. and learn what you learned and gain what you gained? I said I would do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, not – I mean, no, I don't want to. no. But I learned so much about the father heart of God, how God sees me as a father. I had a misconstrued whole idea about that, mm. you know. He was just the big spear chucker, you know, mm-hmm. that zapped you when you stepped on a line, you know. <laughs> but uh, going through that in 94, uh, I realized I started to see God uh, as someone who loved me, not just one of the billions of people on earth, but actually me and thinks yeah. about me. Yeah, That's a hard one for my brain to to get around because there's— just so many of us, uh, but that was that was an interesting, you mm-hmm. know, connection for me. Just to to make that leap and and go, you know, God does really care about me, and this is what He thinks about mm-hmm. me, and so I did learn that through mm-hmm. that that struggle, that suffering. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of a theology for me. I did see God's hand in it. Yeah, people are always, you know, there's the whole: did He allow it? Did He cause it? Did He? Sure.
1: Yep. You know, well, maybe
2: not, but I think so. Yeah. Um but the, we should have a theology of of uh, of suffering hmm. we should be able to approach that from the standpoint of how christ has approached it hmm. you know he said for the joy set before him that's how he could do what he did to the cross but, to the cross yeah. the hmm. ultimate suffering mm-hmm. how could he do that because he saw what was coming
1: well and we i think we misread the you know take up our cross daily and follow him yeah Because we look at that as that we have to find suffering. I think sometimes we hear that preached. Don't
2: worry, it'll find you. Exactly, right?
1: (laughs) But I think it's the mindset, how we engage the the trials of this world. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yep. How we digest it, how we regurgitate it, how we... Have learned from it so that we can put into other people, mm-hmm. and I think, that, you know, not just it's not all about avoiding pitfalls, but there's certain amount of wisdom in someone who's been through. I'll I'll listen to somebody that's been through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and the older I get, the more I listen to older people, mm-hmm. like what they've already been through so many things that I haven't gone through, and they're
1: yet. smiling and their eyes are and, bright, yeah, and, and they're, they're bright and they're yeah. still
2: married, and not that that's, you know, everything, but they're you know they, their kids still love them, they're mm-hmm. functioning, they know. So what what's the trick, right? right. So you've learned that they've learned how to cope mm-hmm. and how to be a blessing in the middle of struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just think that's powerful, something mm. that we should all learn to do more.
0: Yeah. 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 Theology, th- the study of God. Yeah. The theology of... Okay, so you, we're asking the question, we're studying God's thoughts on suffering. and actions on suffering.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And And my mind goes immediately to... You know, the suffering servant himself, mm-hmm. the Isaiah passage that, that that he was the suffering servant. And so suffering is, is is not just something that is part of the fall, or it's not just something that's part of sin. It's, it's something that's actually in the very nature we talked last episode about the Trinity. It's, it's something that's part of the characteristic of the Trinity itself, that there's an element of willingness to suffer or have compassion uh, upon another, and um, sympathize with another. So I, th- I think there's something very core to that. And mm-hmm. and so, and then, you know, Paul in the New Testament goes on, we're sharing in that suffering. So right. this is an element of God's, I like to study God's attributes. So one of his attributes is that he's a suffering servant. Right. And and so we we want the attribute of wisdom, we want the attribute of love, we want the attribute of power. But do we want the attribute of suffering? Probably, you know, as you said earlier, Matt, pro- probably not really. Not by choice. But I would yeah. rather, I wish there was a way... To not have had cancer, right, and and learn what I develop learned. that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I say the most confusing thing for me about this question is hearing the depth of somebody who's been through suffering and um, how how they speak, but then also hearing somebody who sort of almost is in the other camp, and they go like, you know, we don't suffer, we just we rebuke it, and and, and man, there's something we're, alluring we're about the, that. It's just we're like, the King's well, case. he sounds pretty. Deep uh, wow. too, you I know. there's I mean, uh,
1: Something alluring about that, but I'm sitting going, "You are lying." lying. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But it's very deceptive, though, yeah. isn't it? Because it's oh, a, it our soul, or our, our our inner man does not want to suffer. Oh. That makes sense.
1: But think about that, though. How alluring it is. But what is what is Satan's chief end been since the Garden? To keep us from becoming like Christ. Right. Yeah. And Deception. if part of becoming like Christ means. That we need to, uh, you know, not search out sufferings, but to sit with them when they come yeah. to learn from them, you know, uh, and and we are denying that. I think we're denying becoming more like Christ, at least in my
0: yeah.
1: interpretation right. of things. I mean, I could be wrong, but. Yeah, I uh, think
2: that's one of the things when, when I read Job a couple of years ago, I mean, I read it before, but the thing that jumped out at me was that his friends came and sat with him for like, I don't know what it was, better part of a week or something. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say a word to him. Mm-hmm. Of course, some of the things they said probably Afterwards, weren't the best. Afterwards, yeah. But I think that's something that we need to learn how to just not mm-hmm. say what we think we know about something sometimes and right. be still and let the Holy Spirit direct. Yes. You know?
1: Well, I mean, I think when we lose a loved one. Mm, oh, I love that and, one. and somebody, you know, says something.
2: God needed him more than yeah. Than well, we there's needed. an angel in heaven you know, now. God's I'm got like, lots well, of people. Yeah. He didn't need Bobby Joe. <laughs> You Instead
1: <laughs> of Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine, I am so sorry, and then yeah. sits and cries with you right. or you know grieve with those who grieve and yeah. but so we look at scripture, I think the disciples didn't get this right either. I mean, mm-hmm. you think how many times were they walking through, you know, by the, the pool of Bethsaida or they're walking through the you know the gate of the temple and there's a cripple or a blind person and, and they you know,
2: pass judgment on past them.
1: Pass judgment Peter's right. like, you know, well oh, Peter the hothead, you know, is like, oh, what do they do? You know, who sinned in their family? Yeah. They get make Oops. them this way.
2: That guy really messed up,
1: you know. And it's and, and you know and, and Christ with his in you know, patience, you know. It's like well, and I think this is where we miss out. I think a lot of times we don't. And you've said you said this, well, you didn't say this, but you said this, is we miss out on God's glory.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: And 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 the richness and the the beauty of who God is showing up. If we're always having this health, wealth, prosperity, you know, <laughs> denying suffering even exists type of thing, mm-hmm. I don't know if people actually really fully. Experience the the glory of God. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's uh, you're. I think you're spot on with that. And Matt, you, you remember uh, we read together probably 20 years ago, um, a theology of the cross. You, you gave me a book from a friend of yours on the West Coast on being a theologian. On being, of the a, cross. Th- mm. on being a theologian. Gerhard O. The cross. O'Fourde. Yeah, he passed yeah. away. Which is a brilliant,
1: beautiful name too.
0: A uh, brilliant yeah. uh, study on this. Oh, it's ridiculous. Topic. Probably one of the best things written on this topic. He's, it, it, and it's it's a it's a it's a verse uh, do you want to live for a theology of glory or a theology of the cross of, the cross. of suffering yeah. and he said so for those who choose to live a theology of glory they're going to bypass suffering and avoid it and rebuke it and when when um an opportunity affords for you to grow through that you, you know you'll you'll miss it and so you'll live you'll 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 live seeking the glory but never finding it mm. right? but if you live for the theology of the cross become a theologian of the cross you embrace the cross, and therefore you find the resurrection glory. Right, and mm-hmm. this is the Christ pattern for our life. It's yeah. it's 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 go down first. It's it's the you know this, uh, You and I both really enjoy the Isaiah passages there. Where it talks about you mm-hmm. know he comforts those who mourn and and breaks the, for free those who are in prison. Well, it, the, the starting place of those are suffering, mm-hmm. mourning, discomfort, depression. It's it's that's the starting place where resurrection is is born out of. And so I think that the 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 glory of God is born in understanding that mm-hmm. that suffering is an element right. to, to bring us to that glory. Mm-hmm. Well, and this
1: is where I don't believe that we can have a theology of care if we don't have a theology of suffering first. Yeah, you're right. Do you agree, disagree?
2: Be, well, I would agree just on the surface right off because I, I, how can I just take care of somebody that has an issue and 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 think I'm helping them if I have no real understanding of the pain they're going through? Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, you can go. Well, that cut looks bad. I'll put some ointment in it and we'll stitch it up. And but unless you've been cut yourself, mm-hmm. there's no way you can really empathize with that person's pain. Right. Right. And I think that carries off into psychological things as well, mm-hmm. not just physical. So, but
0: did we finished. I'm sorry.
2: sure. I mean, you know, I'm good. I, I can always. I, I, start I didn't have to Go ahead. Keep going. No, no. I'm <laughs> good. Uh, I'm just, I just. Yeah, out I'm, of I'm.
0: I'm agreeing with you uh, to the extent of. Something has to break. We have to be broken people, broken vessels, for us to help. You know, Henry Naun talks about that, the the wounded healer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I think you have to be wounded. I don't think you have to have the exact. You have You don't have to go through a divorce to help people who are in divorce. You don't no. have to be a drug addict to help a drug addict. But you have to have something in your heart that understands. Brokenness. You can't come to them with haughtiness and right. arrogance. And I think that's what the problem with that other school of thought we were talking about earlier—the mm-hmm. the, the, the hyper prosperity thing—is it's this arrogance of you know just follow my ten step program and you'll never have to suffer. And uh, you know, it negates the power of suffering. And but it also sets up if if I'm coming across to somebody and caring, trying to care for them, and 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 it's it's with this arrogance, it's like I I never suffer because I've learned the secret to not suffer then you're not going to sympathize with them. they are not going to be a brother mm-hmm. or sister right. to them, I don't think at all. Yeah. What do you think?
1: No, I mean, I, I I, definitely agree with the both of you on that. I think um, I, I cannot tell you how many times I've sat with somebody over the last 15 years that has come from a, a damage placed because of a well-meaning, and I'll, I'll very make sure I say that, a well-meaning church leader or pastor that... Uh, was just you know, hey, read this passage of scripture. Hey, you know, maybe you need to pray this prayer more, or, or you know, or you know, what sin is in your life that's causing you to?
2: Mm.
1: I and mean, again, I don't think there's very few people that I've ever met that have been malicious in those. I think they're well-meaning. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I really do. I think they're misguided, but I think they're well-meaning. And you know, and so sitting with a client that has had some of that spiritual trauma of they just they didn't they didn't empathize they didn't right. they didn't get um, you know and and. Spending some time sitting with those individuals and just allowing them to process through. Now, here's the thing: we can't let them stay there.
2: No,
1: we, right? I mean,
2: just like we didn't,
1: right? Yes, yeah. I mean, it's it still just as painful, but you right. just you need you to stay there and to wallow in that and that kind. Of, and there's nothing beneficial to that as well.
2: Thanks for noticing me. Yeah, <laughs> the Eeyore
1: syndrome or <laughs> yeah, whatever the you Eeyore know. Syndrome.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but i don't believe that we can truly walk with somebody down the journey of yeah. healing and hope if we don't first sit with them and understand their pain and their yeah. suffering
0: and that's the you know your book loneliness ad- addresses that mm-hmm. yeah, i think that's one of the great you know mother teresa talked about that the you know the mm-hmm. great epidemic of our society today is loneliness mm-hmm. and the um did you use that quote in your book i did i thought that's probably where yep. i got it from yeah. <laughs> yep. kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah so I I think that's you know for me loneliness is the, the not being heard mm-hmm. uh, not being seen mm-hmm. not not being attached to and mm-hmm. strangely enough uh, just just quick little word study the uh, uh when uh, Jacob married Leah uh, and then then Rachel and his love and his favor and his attachment went to to um, Rachel mm-hmm. Leah has children and she names them interesting enough uh, I won't go into the I'll just touch on the English yeah. translation of the Hebrew word. The first word is a seen. Mm-hmm. This is my son. His, na- his name in Hebrew means seen. So, so Jacob, do you see me now? Uh, mm-hmm. and then the second one is heard. Do you hear mm-hmm. me? And the third son, son his name attached. Are, are we attached? So, so trying to earn all mm-hmm. these things. And finally, she has a fourth son, and uh, she uh, she calls him uh, praise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so sweet. Finally, you just get to the place of I, I may surrender. not be. I may I may suffer my whole life not being seen or heard mm-hmm. or attached the way I want to. Maybe I don't belong like I want to, but I can still praise, mm-hmm. you know, and to me, that's always been, but she shows the, the issue of the heart is like, I want to be, and I, I know that for me, I'm sure mm-hmm. the same, would uh, I don't, you know, don't want to speak, put words in your mouth, but I would say the same thing. We want to be seen and heard and, and attached to people, you know, there's, um, probably my worst, my least favorite conversations are where we're speaking over each other. Mm. I don't know if you've had those. Where I will say something like, "Man, I'm really struggling with so and so."
2: Oh, me too. Oh yeah, you yeah, know? me too. <laughs> I was
0: just <laughs> yesterday. I was like, like, like oh, "Okay." Yeah. That, well, oh yeah, well, I walked on I just, the moon. I just wanted somebody yeah. to hear that for a while. Right, uh, and sit with uh, it. But as somebody who sit with it, mm-hmm. just, I love that phrase, "Sit with it," and just because yeah. we're so we want to fix things. So I think men more than
2: women. Would you say yeah. so? Or is that wrong? I think I wrong.
1: it's that's kind of a cop out, but yeah. I think okay. it's just that's human good. nature. Human nature okay. to want to fix people.
2: I I can see somebody's problem. Yeah. Right away. Yep. I don't necessarily have. Fi- you don't care enough to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care enough <laughs> to help. <them>. I, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> terrible. I mean, that's always been my gift. I can I can find the fault in somebody in a New York second, mm-hmm. right? And that's easy. Sure. But to find to to find their their strengths and mm-hmm. the things that that how God sees them is harder for me to see. Oh yeah. And Mm -hmm. to acknowledge. But I I can tear you down in a second. God's really changed my heart with that Mm. a lot in the last 10, 15 years. That's awesome. Your uh, pathways are changing. changing. My pathways are changing. (laughs) Those are definitely little dirt trails now. They're not even roads. That's powerful. Um, It is. a great picture. Yeah. And I I just, I don't know. The Lord's just just brought me to a place where I think— I think he's done that so that I can mm-hmm. have, have a place to, when I do counsel with people and talk to people and at concerts, whatever, i have yeah. get people to come up and talk to me and they have all these bizarre needs. Oh, I'm sure. You've probably oh, got you, stories and stories and stories. I mean, yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> but all those things help me to put, put back into people because mm. of what God has allowed me to see and walk through yeah, in a real way, you know, in, in tangible kind of way. And, so that's, that's that, really and
1: that's wis- I and mean, that's the wisdom of yeah. the experiences, right? Right. Yeah, I I love this and I think this is where you know, um I mean, again we can do a whole another conversation around this. Um but why aren't we teaching lament in mm-hmm. our churches? I mean, how many of the psalms are actually lament? I think like 60 some odd. At least, <laughs> you know, yeah. if not more are lament. Uh and I think I think there's a fear and misunderstanding and a fear just like everything we've talked about over the last couple episodes of yeah just a wrong understanding of what this is. I have learned more about myself and the richness of who God is in my my position in front of him mm. through lament, through sitting with some of the the more difficult things. Oh. And I think that's where I want to I want to just put this out there and I said this last episode I there are no good or bad emotions. I think we categorize some as good and some as bad. Um, because they're easier to deal with when we do that. Right. But they're just emotions. Some are more difficult to sit with than mm-hmm, others, mm-hmm. but I think there's the richness and the difficulty. And so going to the theology of care piece, can we really truly understand peace if we've not had struggle? Can we truly understand joy if we've not had sorrow? Uh, I, 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 I'm just asking. Does you a know?
2: fish know he's wet? <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, those are good questions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When I think of uh, lament uh, um, and uh, the emotional aspect of of lament, uh, my mind goes to maybe using the words of Jesus in a different way than probably he meant them, but just sort of for my own soul care. Uh, when he says clean the inside of the cup, mm-hmm. um, so I've always taken that as a sin. Clean out, you know. So if here's a cup, and then deep down in the dregs is a lot of pride and arrogance and lust, and 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 I'm just cleaning the surface. I'm kind of getting up here and saying like, in my performance, make sure nobody sees that stuff. Right. Rather than dealing with those emotions, uh, you know. So digging down into that. So I agree with you. There's no bad emotions, except I maybe say, and it's not really an emotion, but if you repress your emotions, you know, that's where I think you're... Oh, repre- yes, Yeah, but, but that's not actual emotion, so you're, you're repressing fear. Fear is not necessarily a bad emotion, but if you're repressing it, it's going to come out another way. And so, yeah. uh, you know, but Jesus, that, and I think that's what Jesus was after to, to some degree. He's talking about sin there, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but, but we're talking here, and we've talked about this together, you know, uh, sin and spiritual warfare. You know, the, the sin is in there, but still is spiritual warfare of the enemy trying to get that, that that, you know, repress that. Don't talk mm-hmm. about that. Don't feel that. Don't don't feel what you feel. Right. Uh, you're a Christian. You're not supposed to feel lonely. You're not supposed to feel depressed. So stop feeling that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you're not you're not a very mature Christian. if yeah, you do feel not as, these right. Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that, that one. Oh gosh. Yeah. 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 And and to yeah. do what you said earlier to sit with it. You know mm-hmm. to yeah. to go to inside this cup of my heart is 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 a lot of fear. A mm-hmm. lot a lot of this. Uh, but but if you if you just scoot over it to try to get like so this side of the cup is is uh, suffering and this side is glory you just scoot over it you know right. let me just give me some you know, 10 truths to scoot over it and jesus invites us to to, to sit Indeed. in it to to, to to so you can't lament in like a uh, you know a 30 second mm-hmm. thing it's it's days usually now you got to you can't get stuck in that either but no. it's, but you got to sit in yeah. it for a while and David did that so well, the Psalms do mm-hmm. it so powerfully.
1: And, yeah, my next book, I'm going to be talking a lot about that, of just giving people the process of lament. And my favorite analogy is what would it look like to become old friends mm-hmm. with your emotions? Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are old friends. You've known each other, oh, yeah. what, for mm-hmm. 40 years yeah, or so? 45 you know, 40 years. 40 something, for yeah, something years. Right? So really nothing about each other surprises you.
0: Not no. too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: yeah. and he doesn't have to say much for you mm-hmm. to pick up on yeah. right. something's wrong. Vice versa, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. But, but I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm putting situations in front of you. But I'm sure that if he got angry, it wouldn't scare you much because you know why he's getting angry. You know the, right. the roots of that. Oh, yeah. you see seen me get lit up before. And it's, yeah. and it's not scary for you. Yeah. It might be uncomfortable. Right. But it's not scary because you know him so well. And yeah. I really challenge my clients, and I'm going to challenge people in this book, is that you have to become old friends with some of these difficult emotions because once you do, you start to actually peel back the layers of richness, hmm. right? And, and beauty that comes into that. Yeah. Uh, but you can't do that, like you said, from scooting yeah. over yeah, from suffering. To skip glory, over, skip yeah. over yeah. So, yeah, to be Ten-step
0: program. So, if, <laughs> yeah. so knowing Matt for so long, if, if he were to tell me, uh, you know, he was struggling in a particular area, uh, you know, I wouldn't start yelling at him and tell him he's a fool and an idiot. But if I recognize something in my heart, I tell myself I'm a fool, I'm mm-hmm. an idiot, I'm so right. stupid. Right. Uh, so I treat Matthew better than I treat myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm learning to be kinder to myself yep. and try to think okay, th- what would I say to my son? What would I say to my daughter, to my wife mm-hmm. when they failed, when they struggle? I don't know why it's so different. I don't know if you can help me with well, that. Why is it so different when we're and that's, thinking I think, about ourselves? Well,
1: I want to put a pause on that because that's what oh, we're okay, talk. I want to talk about. That next actually. Oh, okay. Perfect lead into next Good. episode.
0: That will draw people yeah. into next episode because we're going to
1: talk about that. I think Good. that's that's something that we don't do well. Where do we get a model in Scripture mm-hmm. for a, a theology of care?
0: For a theology you know, of care, I
1: I look at, and we we're talking about this off mic beforehand. Uh, I don't. I put the question there: is it a mandate or is it a suggestion? Um, of Isaiah 61, you know, it was the fifth of Isaiah's mm-hmm. servant songs, you know, as he was prophesying. And we see in Luke, Jesus fulfilling that prophecy mm-hmm. of binding up, you know, the brokenhearted and, and, and uh, rescuing the, you know, the poor and that kind of stuff. Um, I don't think it's a suggestion or a mandate. Right. I think it's a good example. I think it is, yeah. You know, I think if we want to look for a theology of care, Isaiah sixty-one is a beautiful mm. framework of a theology of care.
2: Because he even said, "This is," f- Isaiah said at the beginning yeah. of that scripture, that this is this is for me. This is yeah. from God for yep. me. He's, he wasn't saying this is for everybody. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and read the first. I'll, yeah,
1: I'll read it. This, I'm reading from the message. Uh, Isaiah 61, it says the spirit of the master of God, the master is on me Me. because God has anointed me. He has sent me to preach the good news to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, announce freedom to the captives, pardon the prisoners. God sent me to announce the year of his grace, a celebration of God's destruction of our enemies, to comfort all those who mourn, Mm. to care for the needs of those who mourn in Zion, to give them bouquets of roses instead of ashes, messages of joy instead of uh, news of doom, a praising heart instead of a language spirit, to name them oaks of righteousness planted for the Lord's glory, so yeah. And this is this was,
2: and then the Lord says after that he yeah. speaks. Yep, exactly yeah, about how he's going to use all these people, and mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And so it's interesting because I think um, we can make this very legalistic. You got to do these things, um, but I think if we're looking for a good example, and Christ fulfills this in in Luke, you know, with his coming. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, maybe that's a good starting point for us. But would you guys, we, we, first of all, what do you think of that? Second of all, is there other examples in scripture, you know, let me think the, the good Samaritan, you know, yeah. of examples of what a theology of care could look like. Mm. Uh, I love the good Samaritan. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole did you, other did you, want podcast. you want
0: to go Are you made it right. Okay. So yeah, with Isaiah 61, my mind first goes to uh, all of the areas of pr- prison, brokenness, mourning, suffering, uh, brokenheartedness, mm-hmm. um, Let's let's just say I'm gonna I'm gonna choose I'm gonna determine to not have any of that in my life. I refuse to to be mourning. I'm not gonna mourn. I'm gonna be happy all the time. Right. And so, will I miss the Anointed One? Yep. I would think I would. Mm-hmm. I would think so. So you know, it's it's, it's this, this, asking the question about the suffering uh, vital for us. Sort it, it, it gives it gives us the kingdom response of of Christ coming, And then secondly, I would say it gives us a model, as you said, um, which I love that model because Christ gave that, he gave Isaiah 61 to his disciples. Mm -hmm. He sent out the 12 and said, I'm going to give you authority, uh, anointing and authority, Mm -hmm. very similar words in the Greek. Uh, I'm going to give you this authority and you're going to preach the gospel. You're going to heal the sick and you're going to confront the the evil powers of darkness. And then he sends out 72 Mm -hmm. and he says the same three things to them, both the 12 and 72 come back and they report to Jesus. They don't say uh, we we uh, preached the gospel. They don't say we healed the sick. They all say uh, that we had authority over the t- demonic powers. Hmm. And, and, and then one at the 72 said, uh, there was such joy. We had such joy because we were able to do this. It was the joy of authority. Yep. And so I, I think we as Christians have the Isaiah 61 authority in our own life. Uh, so as an example, when I'm talking about not being kind to myself with Matthew, mm-hmm. I believe I have authority to to change, change and that. I'll link one other thing: neural pathways. <laughs> right. I have authority <laughs> yeah. to say that's that's an evil thought, that's an accusation from the devil, and I refuse to believe that. And I'm going to believe God has given me comfort instead of that, and He's broken those chains in my mm-hmm. life. And that's uh, so. That's but but suffering is an element to that. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like the tennis game. It's like yeah. there's, there's some suffering, and then there's joy, and then there's some suffering, and yep. uh, but and together it, it makes this incredible game of yeah. God's authority uh, mm-hmm. in controlling
2: our life golly <laughs> yeah all that is so true you know there's some there's a lot of scriptures like you're saying that point to examples of care you mm-hmm. know um, and I think we need to look at all of those and I think in doing that we'll get a pretty good idea of how we should interact with people mm-hmm. you know I think it's one thing to take a scripture like Isaiah and sure. say this is it. Um, there's a lot of great stuff there, but there's so many other scriptures, you know, mm-hmm. that, that talk about yeah, care. And I think we need to embrace all of them and, and yeah. see yeah. see what they say you know as a as a topic, you know. Yeah. How, yeah. how do how do they pan out? Yeah. You we know? can't be you know?
1: singular minded no. or and how legal, do we go or legalistic about, that? about it? Right. Yeah. How do yeah. we carry out those things? The need
0: yeah. for care is going to be you know, now until the second coming, there's going to be a need for care because we're still in a cosmic battle, mm-hmm. and so where we find that in scripture, I agree 100% with you, Matthews. It starts in Genesis, you know, mm. one, two, and three, the cosmic yeah. battle and the, the warfare between the heel being bruised and the head being crushed, and then it goes through to Revelation. You know, the overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word we're of our testimony. testimony. There was this, this, there was this authority in mm-hmm. us uh, to be we able to do that, and that's, a that's the lot of conversation that, right there. That's the whole, you know, that's the that's so so to land on one spot. You know, is, is almost impossible. You know, yes. you know, the Bible is a book of suffering, kingdom warfare and comfort and, and care. over and victory. A,
1: and victory. One other quick yeah. thing.
0: If, if you were to ask about personal care, like care, an example for me in Scripture, where would I if I want to go to somebody in the Bible that did good personal soul care, I'd go to David mm. uh, because he felt what soul. he felt. The Psalms, yeah. He felt what he felt. He said what he meant. He he shouted to the Lord. He accused God at and times. He was messed just, up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if he was sitting in your therapy office, you might, I don't know, you're a good therapist, you probably wouldn't, but some might label him as schizophrenic, I think. We talked about that a couple of mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. You know, because in one chapter, he goes from... Um, I, Lord, you have failed me and let me down and you've never been my friend. And But I praise you. But I praise I, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minds it up.
1: Maybe yeah. more bipolar than schizophrenic. Oh, OK. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, but the bipolar piece of I'm good one minute. I'm not good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Was, yeah, bipolar. Yeah. That's what I meant to yeah. say.
2: He definitely swung around. He a did. Yeah. But uh, to me, that's comforting. Yeah. Yeah, not, I'm, totally. I'm, I'm not <laughs> a man after God's own heart,
1: and uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're right?
0: going through what I'm going through yeah. all the time, and yeah. and well, so many Christians are afraid of, like. Telling God what they really feel about Him, mm. as if He doesn't know. Right. You know, like We're I can't gonna catch you. tell. Yeah, I can't whatever. tell yeah. God I have feelings of hatred towards Him. Right. So I'm going to just hide it in here where He won't, can't he hear can't it or he see it. No. It's ridiculous. And so, <laughs> he, for so, he the, made that place so, so to expose you it, it's, again, it's the inside of the cup. It's mm-hmm. coming out, Lord. Yeah. It's it's no longer in the inside of the cup. Now it's it's you're it's you are cleaning this because I'm offering mm-hmm. it to you. I'm yeah. offering my hatred towards you. I'm offering my anger towards you. I'm offering my sense of you abandoning me. You you. Well, I
1: I would encourage listeners to dive into more. If they you know, uh, there's a book great book out um called Out of the Cave. Mm. Um by I think it's Chris Hod- Chris Hodges. Um, okay, read the, you know, that there's a lot of other good books out there on Lament as well. But um one thing I wanna maybe just end with is there's as I've looked at kind of the, the passages of care throughout the scripture, Isaiah sixty one, Good Samaritan, you know, I mean, fill in the blank, you know, Jesus' time with Martha and Mary, right. you know, or is that it was all um, predicated with relationship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we have this under, you know, this, this idea that we're going to swoop in and save somebody, and then leave, or swoop out. I think it's it, we have to look at it from a pr- perspective of there's some intentionality there, and there's there's relationship. You yeah, because
2: even if you look at at the uh, the Good Samaritan, that somebody could argue your point. He he just ran across this guy and yep. took took him somewhere and yep. paid for it. He didn't really invest. He invested money. Yeah, but but yet he he was invested after that. He came and back he, and checked. He, on He him came and, back and know, checked. Mm-hmm. And that's when he mm-hmm. dove in. One, you know?
1: well, it's but I think that I man. Whole other conversation. I think the Good Samaritan had has great boundaries that a lot of pastors need to look into. Yeah,
2: that's a good point. You yeah, know,
1: that yeah. you know, hey, I'm gonna help you.
2: And then wash I'm my gonna hands. take you to a <laughs> no. place
1: where you can get care. Right. I'm gonna collaborate with somebody. I'm going to pay for it. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm it. not going to have you come to my house and right. sleep on my couch. That wouldn't work with You know, and, hand and, hand and, you know <laughs> and when it comes to uh, our hearts and our desires to really have a theology of care, we can't do that from a distance. We have to be in the trenches. We have to be with the people where they're at mm-hmm. um, for, I think, at least in my opinion, for this, for this all to really work. But that's going to lead into next week's conversation because mm-hmm. in order to do that, we have to make sure we're okay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. First. Yeah. 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 But the personal care, mm-hmm. and having that, you, you know, as you talk about relationships, and you t- we alluded to how long Matt and I know each other, and if he gets angry, it's not going to scare me. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, if uh, he he gets like, um, like he gets into like a little shutdown mode, like I'm, I'm not happy and I'm not sad. I'm just just am. I'm quiet, and 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 he doesn't like he can walk into my house. And I'll go. Oh, Matt's a, Matt's. He's in that place. And a Question for you out, out of that. So I've heard this, and I, I have a hard time believing it, but I think sure. it's true. Okay. So you talked about the wiring in, from my, one part of my brain to another, mm-hmm. like with my wife and I, particularly, or me and my children. Mm-hmm. Is there a wiring? Mm-hmm. And that's too big a subject, probably, for right now. But it's, maybe a, yeah. a little touch on that, in the sense of especially because we've just been talking about relationships. Yeah.
1: So it's called quantum energy. Okay, that does so, sound like a d- yeah, subject. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Let's unpack it, that in one minute. Okay. And <laughs> seconds. So, just real briefly, you know, we are our bodies are made up of uh, um, a pH balance, and then like alchemy and acidity, like a battery, and so the electrical flow in our bodies actually radiates energy outside of us, and so that's why when you can walk into a room and you can pick up on him, him from. before you even ask him anything is mm-hmm. you're feeling whatever he's ra- he's radiating and then quantum energy it's photons, electrons you know it's just the energy being related. Well just to wrap everything up I just it's I think it just shows the importance of of needing to be in relationship with people being in the trenches with them, helping yeah. them you know I think there, there's the temptation to swoop in and swoop out. Um, and you know, the hero syndrome, or whatever you want to call it, mm. but it's
2: and that's just a patch at best, right? Right, because and, you're not invested,
1: right? So right. be able to to, to sit with mm-hmm. them in in
2: yeah.
1: in those things, I think, really helps. Um, but we also know, and we'll talk about this uh, some other time. But is that's just the connections that we have. The more in a, a relationship we are with people, and a safety of the relationship, actually um, speeds up. The healing of the neural pathways and yeah, the changing wow. of things and that kind of stuff. So it's 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 really a beautiful piece. Yeah,
0: Just the more you find out mm-hmm. about our bodies and our minds, the more glory you give to God. Yeah, what He's done.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks for hanging in yeah. there with these
0: conversations. Yeah, you bet. That's good. Good. Good job. Thank you guys. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ.